0: Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the astrological energies from August 17th until August 24th, as we have some significant energies changing over this week, as well as some interesting correlations to what we're going to be working on and working through into 2023. So over this next week, we have the sun completing its journey in Leo, where the sun will then enter Virgo on August 22nd. We're also going to have Mars enter Gemini on August 20th, where Mars will stay in Gemini until March 26, 2023. Yes, you heard that right. And that's because Mars is preparing to station retrograde the end of October. And we have a Mars retrograde every two years. And when that happens, Mars stays in one astrological sign for around eight months. So Mars enters Gemini over this next week, but does not enter his shadow zone yet. So that's important to keep aware of because it means that Mars is still going to have the energy to make choices, follow new paths, take action on the ideas and thoughts that are coming up. But there is not the retrograde energy yet. So this is a time when things will still be moving forward. We also have Uranus stationing retrograde on August 24th at 18 degrees 55 minutes of Taurus. And this Uranus will retrograde back to 10 degrees 49 minutes of Taurus until January 18th, 2023. So at this time, when Uranus is preparing to station retrograde on August 24th, the energies are louder, they reverberate in a stronger way, and we're becoming more aware of the changes and shifts that we're ready for because Uranus wants to liberate you from anything that no longer serves you, wants to set you free from anything that's holding you back or is not in alignment with your true authentic nature and your natural frequency. So we'll talk more about that in today's show. Plus another thing of interest is that Venus in Leo is having a lovely week and she's going to trine Jupiter and Chiron in Aries. These are positive aspects. Then later on in August, she makes some squares to Uranus and the North Node and South Node as well as an opposition to Saturn at the end of the month. So this is a better week for Venus energies. This is where Venus is going to feel more supported, expansive, alive, energized. This is where Venus in Leo is also showing you more of your own light, more of your own talents, your skills, your creativity, what you can feel good about in yourself because she wants to boost your confidence. And in fact, she could bring in some opportunities or ways to do so over this next week. Now, the other thing I find fascinating about this particular energy is that Venus is going to be retrograde in Leo starting next July. So yes, I totally just took you into the middle of 2023, but I wanna give you a heads up about these cycles because Venus in Leo is really helping us understand more of what we want, what we desire, and what's in our hearts. But this part of your chart is going to be experiencing the Venus retrograde a year from now, which means that there are still things that require more stability in the heart, And the Venus retrogrades happen every other year. So we didn't have one in 2022. We did have one in 2021. So when she's going to be retrograde in Leo, this is the first time that she'll be retrograde in Leo in four years. And the Venus energy always wants us to love ourselves more, to honor what we need, what is important to us, especially in our hearts and in our feminine energies Venus wants us to open up to more love, more support, more confidence. And in Leo, with more courage, with more understanding of the heart, the heart space, having the courage to trust your heart and what that means for you specifically, as well as your personal expression. So I feel like this particular journey that Venus is having through Leo right now is important for what you are getting in alignment with that is true for you because she wants you to own it. There's the ownership energy in Leo. There's the sense of really understanding what you're made of and how strong the heart is, what that means to be in the heart space. And I feel like what we're really connecting with at this time on the planet is how there's more than enough room for for that heart light to grow, for that sense of expression to keep expanding and being bigger and how it shifts the frequency within the heart to make connections that are really true, strong, loyal, solid, reliable, And that anything not in that frequency will fall away. And I feel like that's what's going to happen during the next Venus retrograde in Leo. So yes, I've totally took you into next year already, but I think this is where there's lots of value in astrology. We see the cycles, we see what is unfolding and where the universe is bringing our attention to certain areas of our life and certain energy signatures for us to be aware of. So however you can make the most of Venus in Leo at this time is what is going to really help you get clearer on what you need, what you love. There's also respect involved with Leo. Self-respect and clarity on what you are worthy of. As Venus moves through Leo, Until September 5th, you could receive some very clear messages and energy frequencies that deeply ground into your heart and activate more in your heart grid that is true for you. Perhaps it even feels... Like it's bringing you new life and that's related to that Leo fire energy, the inspiration, the motivation, and the desire to create or co-create in a new way. This is energy that I'm feeling so strongly because it's more important than ever to walk in the world with this self-love frequency within you because it affects your aura. It affects your words, how you present yourself. It affects how you show up, not only in the world, but showing up for yourself in this lifetime. So this is a strengthening energy and look at ways to strengthen your self-confidence as well as strengthen what it means to love yourself because that alone can Can shift and evolve throughout our lives. So, I feel like this Venus in Leo is going to be bringing in some important messages this week and next week. So, the last two weeks of August, she's very active and there's things she wants you to know in this part of your life before she experiences her retrograde. Because, again, when she has retrograde in Leo, there's things that have to go that she's reprogramming, reconsidering, reprioritizing. But I feel like what she's gifting us with at this time is a deeper understanding of what we need and what we can create on our own terms. Now, discussing these Venus and Leo energies is actually a great segue into understanding more of the Leo journey, especially before we transition into Virgo season. And the Leo journey is one of understanding the strength of who you are, understanding more about your own skills, gifts, abilities, how you're here to shine, express yourself and stand in your own light in a powerful manner. But as the sun enters Leo, there can be an armor or a shield that is built up to protect oneself. And that is because of how The Leo energy comes after Cancer. So in Cancer, when we felt very soft, vulnerable, getting into more of our emotional self and the heart of who we are, we transition into Leo, which is about standing stronger in who we are and what we need. But again, that Leo energy, as it begins at zero degrees in the zodiac, can have that armor or that shield that is perhaps built out of the ego or built out of one's sense of self that doesn't want to be touched or doesn't want to be confused with others' energy. Because you have to remember that Leo is about the sense of self. It's not about how your energy is interacting with others. That happens when we move into Libra energy. So in Leo, it's very much the sense of self, but there is a journey through Leo season where you're gradually shifting anything around that egoic protection system or that sense of self that needs attention, needs to be adored, needs to be admired, needs to be liked. There can be this conscious transmutation where the energy that, again, I'm identifying it as a shield or as an armor it starts to be transmuted into oneself so that you're then feeling stronger in your core. The energy moves into the truth of who you are and you can visualize this as moving into your solar plexus or into various parts of your energy field. And then what happens is where you thought you needed an external self-definition, The energy moves into the core of who you are, and the core of who you are becomes your self-definition. So see how the energy, when it's consciously worked with, when you're intentionally aware of your own energetics, perhaps, or even what your energies in Leo's maybe expressing or needing. You're no longer needing that external validation or anything that supports the ego. Again, I'm seeing it as as armor. And then as it moves and gets fully integrated into more of the heart, there's a strengthening of the heart, strengthening of the solar plexus, strengthening of the core. Another way to describe it would be It's like having a hard exterior that I'm seeing as the ego energies. This can be unhealthy ego energies, by the way. This can be excessive ego energies. You know, this is the person who always wants the spotlight or who always wants attention or maybe they have a big mask or maybe there's some kind of performance they're moving through in their life. Okay, so this would be the unhealthy expressions of Leo. But as that energy becomes more conscious and more self-aware, there's no longer the need For the energy to exist in that manner, because what you're doing is you're understanding more of what you're worthy of, what you want, what is important to you. So that hardened exterior has been put in place to protect something internally that maybe doesn't feel very powerful or strong. You could see it too as the cowardly lion where when you don't feel the strength to be yourself, there's certain things you put in place to protect or at least to feel more powerful to others, something that enforces who you are in a way that maybe isn't your truth, that maybe isn't fully who you are. So then that energy of the armor then becomes integrated internally into the core, like I said, and then what happens is the core of the self becomes stronger. And that is one of the growth themes in Leo, is that it's no longer about the external, it's about the internal. It's strengthening the core of what you need, who you are, what you're about, what matters to you so that that core cannot be rocked. It's very strong and stable and clear. And then the external armor is no longer needed. The external armor has essentially softened, dissolved, fallen away. And now you're leading from an internal energetic place that gives you much more power because now you're operating with your own energy system. So that would be the more mature expression of Leo energies, where there's a stronger internal sense of self that's less concerned about what others think or how you're being presented or how you're being received or what others are connecting with. Because as an overactive ego dissolves or is replaced by more open, flowing energy, It allows more people to come in. It allows for deeper connections. It allows for truer, more authentic connections because there is no more armor. This is also where the Leo energy is more open to giving, to being more courageous, to sharing and offering and not having the sense of mine, mine, mine as if there is a lack of anything. Every astrological sign has a full spectrum of energies. Every astrological sign can be connected to anything from scarcity, lack, and lower consciousness belief systems, all the way up to abundant, flowing, never-ending belief systems. So in Leo, the belief systems can elevate and shift from a sense of mine, 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 it's only about me, I'm the only one, I'm the star. It moves into a place of honoring your energy, honoring your light, and allowing others to be seen in their light as well. Because when that core is strong, It lessens the perception of scarcity. It lessens the perception of competition or needing to fight or be the best. Again, those can all be overactive ego energies. And what we're learning as we move through Leo is that there's more than enough room on this planet for everyone to stand in the power of their light and to shine who they are. There is no need to compete in any manner for the truth of who you are. So as we complete out Leo season, this would be the time to integrate more of your own light into yourself at that core level, to stand strong in who you are, and to also monitor yourself when you're feeling that trigger come up or something stirring within you around any type of lack, competition. Oh, are they doing better than me? Oh, are they going to get ahead? Anything like that is all based in a lower consciousness that ultimately doesn't serve you and doesn't serve them especially for the long term. So Leo season brings us into the core of our light where we can understand more of who we are, what we're about, what we want to experience and create, how we want to show up in the world while also allowing others to do the same, giving them that space, honoring them at a soul level, honoring each person's talents, gifts, and strengths in a manner that has nothing to do with you, nothing to do with your own skills, nothing to do with your own journey or what you're moving through on this lifetime. It's also where you can sincerely and authentically feel that you want the best for someone else. You want them to have the best life possible. You want them to have the most love, creativity, joy that they can create. And there's a sense too here in Leo that when you mean it, when it's in your heart, they feel it too. Whereas when it's not in the heart, when it's in the ego, they feel it too. So that's what we're looking at with this energy is where is this authentically connected to my heart, to an openness, to the desire for everyone to have exactly what they need, knowing that we don't have to Fight to be the best. There's room for everyone. There's more than enough room for everyone to show up with their gifts. And how are we self regulating that in ourselves, especially around any lower programming that maybe you've carried forward from other lifetimes, from when you were younger, anything that you felt or experienced from your parents, especially when you were growing up, anything about the fact that you have to be number one or you have to do it the best or you can be the only one who does it this way. All of that programming can be encouraging in the short term, but limiting in the long term. There are certain environments where you need that energy or that mindset or that sense of I'm going to show up and give it my all or I'm going to go into this presentation or do some public speaking and I'm going to just do my best. That's where the energy supports you. That's where you're connected to your own core strength of I'm going to do my best. Now, if it's an actual competition, right, or if there's that playground of first place, second place, third place, well then that can be motivating. But think about how short term that is and is that how you want to live your life when the bigger picture is that the Leo energy is how we all show up with the power of our light and we shine and that's what lights up the world. That's where we're co-creating together based on our own individual frequencies and understanding how essential Your individual light is to the whole. And then you look at this through the opposite astrological sign of Aquarius, which is the collective, which is about all of our lights and all of our energies working together in a holistic manner. But Leo brings it back to the self and how you are showing up in that place. Then what this helps us with is transition into the energy of Virgo. The sun enters Virgo on August 22nd at 11:15 a.m., that's eastern time, and brings in the grounding earth energy to support us in seeing what we have created during Leo season. Every fire sign is followed by an earth sign that is often about reality. So in Leo, whatever you were inspired to create, whatever was calling to you, opening you up, speaking to you at a heart level, anything that was also showing you more of your gifts, your talents, and your light, then the energy in Virgo helps us to organize it determine what we can use and what we can't use. Look at where the energy maybe has been too much and how to dial it down with discernment. And also bringing the energy into the body as Virgo is about the mind-body connection and it is about understanding more of what we really need that serves us. What serves your energy and what is excessive, what's temporary, what's no longer needed? What can you do with what you've created? How can you apply it and use it from a place of true intention? meaning it has a practical application or it really is here to serve you and to support your energy, to support your body. Perhaps even it brings up things that you're ready to see in a new light where the Virgo energy provides a different type of lens or a different type of understanding on what is necessary and useful and what is not. In fact, when we voyage through this part of the zodiac, I often think of the energy of Martha Stewart, where Martha Stewart is about our home, creativity, organization, you know, how you can make your house come alive, what you're creating, what you're doing out in your garden, what you're organizing, how you're improving your life and focusing on your immediate environment. So when the sun moves through cancer, Leo and Virgo, it opens up parts of our personal development for us to be in contact with and to assess how it's serving us and what we're ready to do differently or in a new way, especially when the sun is in the mutable sign such as Virgo, which is flexible, adaptable, and wanting to make improvements. So you think about the sun in Leo and how there's been this huge download of light, expression, and energy from the sun. And when you're in your full creative spark, the energy can be very alive. And sometimes when we're being creative, we are intentionally making a mess, right? We're intentionally painting with every color. There's glitter everywhere. You're just in this place of trusting what is speaking to you, what you want to make happen. And then the sun moving into Virgo is about looking at the mess and saying, okay, time to clean this up, time to straighten things, put them in their bin, get out the label maker. Maybe not use so much glitter next time. And the Virgo energy helps with that cleanup phase after a creative explosion. So this can help us understand how even though every astrological sign is very different from the sign before it and the sign after it, there is this beautiful unfolding story where when you take the strengths of each energy and use them together, there's a beautiful cohesion, a beautiful synergy that can happen that actually makes sense. So here comes Martha and she's going to tell you to clean up the mess. Let's put things back in their proper place. Let's make sure you planted all the seeds in the garden in their right spot, in the right rows. Let's ensure that everything is done correctly. And by the way, Martha Stewart does have Venus and Virgo and she has planets in Cancer and Leo. So she definitely exemplifies this energy and these archetypes. So we are invited to access our inner Martha Stewart to now in Virgo season ensure that what we have created has a purpose and can be used in a way that we enjoy and that we want it to serve us. Now, as the sun moves through Virgo, we also start to see what's wrong, what doesn't work, what isn't good enough. There can be that critical eye of Virgo. There can be a sense of let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's try again. Virgo, again, being a mutable sign is about looking at what can shift and change to make something even better, to improve it. But you can also have at times standards that maybe are a little bit unattainable. Meaning that level of perfection would take so many tries or so many attempts in order to reach it. And is that really necessary? So with Virgo, we assess our energy. We make sure to not be too critical, too hard on ourselves, and to also look at where that energy goes physically especially if you're holding any guilt around your self-identity. And this is one of the lower expressions of Virgo, where you could feel, I'm not doing good enough. I'm not at my best. Am I going to be accepted if I'm not a straight A student? I'm going to keep trying, keep doing this. I want to keep improving so that I can be the best I can be. But sometimes that Virgo energy can be focused on serving others outside of oneself. It can be a pressure of this is what I have to do, this is how good I need to be in order to be seen, in order for me to be good enough, this is what is important or this is what I'm holding myself to. And so these standards can be healthy at times and unhealthy at other times. And the Virgo energy will show us where we are holding certain energies within ourselves because Virgo is still about the self, meaning the first six astrological signs from Aries to Virgo are about self-development, your internal energy. What you are determining is important around your energy, around your physical self, your mental self, your energetic self. And again, the Virgo desire to improve, organize, make sure it's in its optimum condition can help you in fortifying those parts of your energy. But since everything comes down to intention, it's also important to look at, am I doing this for pure reasons or am I doing something so that others will see it as good enough so that it will be perfect based on their standards. Virgo wants to be of service in some capacity, wants to help, wants to support. Virgo is very responsible. So the sun in Virgo opens up these parts of ourselves to come in contact with, to hear and listen to the internal messages that we're giving ourselves around not only our physical vessels, meaning how we take care of our body, our health, our nutrition, our exercise, how we're paying attention to our body's healing needs and the energy that our body needs in order to feel stronger and clearer. But Virgo also connects to your mental exercises and how you're mentally healthy. If you're being very conscious of the words, sentences, and thoughts that you're giving yourself or if you're your own worst critic. And these themes might already be in your awareness, especially as we have Mercury in Virgo at this time. And Mercury in Virgo is going to oppose Neptune retrograde in Pisces at 24 degrees on August 21st and then Mercury in Virgo will trine Pluto retrograde in Capricorn at 26 degrees on August 22nd. So this is when there is more of those messages coming up and coming through to help you understand how you're speaking to yourself. Mercury in Virgo opposing Neptune in Pisces can be a low energy it can feel like you don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. There can be a sense of how do I do this? And I don't know how. I feel defeated. I feel like the energy, the solution, the information is not showing up. So Mercury and Virgo opposing Neptune in Pisces on August 21st could be a day to just let something sit and to not put a lot of pressure on yourself. There's also a message here to not believe everything you think and to understand that things could be passing by so that you could see them better, but you're not meant to attach to them. August 21st is also when Mercury enters his shadow zone when he gets to 24 degrees of Virgo. We're going to have a Mercury retrograde in September that will involve degree points from 24 degrees of Virgo to eight degrees of Libra. So that is the area in your chart where Mercury retrograde will be occurring in September. We'll talk about that as we move into September, but it's important to note that Mercury enters his shadow August 21st, then Mercury trines Pluto in Capricorn, and that is a day of solutions, understanding, yes, something powerful, even a truth being delivered, which is something that Pluto in Capricorn does, and in the earth signs especially, it could be something that you're seeing in your physical world, something tangible, a real offer, a real invitation, something showing up that you can touch or hold or hear. So there's something around August 22nd that could show you your next steps, a new idea, a new project, how to make it real, how to make it happen. And remember, that's also the day that the sun enters Virgo. Also over this next week, as I mentioned, Mars enters Gemini on August 20th. And we'll stay in Gemini until late March 2023. So we're going to be talking about this Mars and Gemini quite a bit. And I did do a separate podcast episode for you going into some of these themes, things to be aware of as Mars travels through Gemini, including the choices that are coming up, maybe two different directions that you want to go, two different things you want to try, And that's because Gemini is a sign of duality. It is associated with the twins in astrology, but it's also associated with both sides of your brain, both sides of your body, wanting to have two options. It also can be associated with your lower consciousness and your higher consciousness. Gemini can also be associated with communication, where at first we listen and then we speak. It's similar to how we need to sometimes do things twice. And I feel like that's gonna be a big theme here with Mars and Gemini, where there could be an energy of I'm doing a rough draft and then a final version. So we'll keep discussing this, but as Mars enters Gemini on August 20th, he is not in his shadow zone yet, so this energy is going to feel clear and fresh. It could be revitalizing. You could feel like now you're ready to go. Now you're ready to take some steps forward, make some moves, do what you need to do, because Mars in Gemini will not enter his shadow zone until he gets to eight degrees of Gemini, which happens September 4th. So Mars enters Gemini. The energy is still in a place of taking action, moving things forward, being able to handle two parts of your life at the same time, and perhaps being ready to put a part of your life into motion that actually won't be affected by the upcoming Mars retrograde. So again, from now until September 4th, Mars in Gemini is not in the retrograde shadow. So this is still a good time for development, action, momentum, and really putting things into place that you won't have to rework during the retrograde energies. At the beginning of the show, I mentioned to you some of the themes and energies of Venus and Leo, and she will be making a trine to Jupiter retrograde in Aries at 8 degrees on August 18th. And then she'll be making a trine to Chiron retrograde in Aries at 14 degrees on August 24th. This Venus in Leo is helping you with your confidence, your sense of self in love, in relationships, in connection to your unlimited worthiness, and self-value that maybe has been dimmed down or shut down due to various forms of programming or conditioning. But as this Venus and Leo connects with Jupiter and with Chiron, this is beneficial energy. This is things opening and flowing. These are beautiful connections of expansion and healing. So over this next week, there could be something that comes in that makes you feel loved, seen, recognized, supported, these are energies that want to give you life, that want to light you up and have you feel that you can Follow your heart and trust what is true for you. So overall, this is beautiful Venus energy over this next week. And it's important for us to make the most of it because it does relate to your sense of self. And again, there could be something that shows up for you that just has a beautiful frequency to it, uh, something that supports what you want, what you desire. And it's interesting because as Venus connects with Chiron on August 24th, that's a healing energy where maybe if there's something or someone that you thought got away or wasn't available or something that was painful because we've had these big chiron in Aries energies for a while and it's like we've been assessing, well, what's the deeper wound? What's the deeper part of me that I am learning to accept and work with that is vulnerable, that does hurt, that does trigger the emotional body? There's something about this energy on August 24th that's about healing the heart, healing a sense of of feeling loved, seen, and accepted, and validating who you are at some level. Now, Venus is a faster-moving energy, so this could be something small. I mean, this could be a compliment. This could be a message. This could be something showing up or coming through that lands in your energy in a very loving and kind way. This can show up as the Venus and Leo archetypes, where a feminine energy or someone who exudes these frequencies appears over this next week. So keep in mind that this is a time where the universe wants to reinforce your own energy field, wants you to see that you are being supported. And now I'm getting the visual of all the energies we've been through over the past few months where we've had some really big changes and roller coasters and ups and downs and we've been connecting with our ego and our emotional body and our fear body and our spiritual self and things have been all over the place. It feels like what is happening is that the universe wants to bring you back to center, back to your core and look at what is true for you right now Even amongst all these waves of energies that have felt quite spiky. Haven't they felt spiky and almost like they're harsh in a way? They've been very intense, very real, and very uncomfortable which we've been talking about because we're being jolted. We've been deeply electrified by these energies and they're changing us. They're changing us at a core level. They're shifting our frequency. They're also helping to put us back into alignment with our natural frequency as we remove old, outdated programming, fears, conditioning, belief systems. And by the way, this is ongoing work. And it's why we keep talking about it. It's why it's an ongoing theme because it's part of the ascension process. It's part of spiraling up where we come into contact with various parts of ourselves along the way and we look at, well, what is going on here? What is happening within me as I interact with all these other energies out there in the cosmos as well as within me? I feel like this next week could bring you something beneficial and I will hold that intention for you. I'll hold that for all of us because when Venus interacts with Jupiter and when Venus interacts with Chiron, especially in trines, there is a new life force coming through. There is something reinvigorating our energy field, giving us that sense of strength and confidence in who we are and to not allow temporary situations or passing experiences to take us away from that. To not allow temporary experiences or passing situations to take us away from a core truth and a real deep sense of eternal love that the universe has for us. So there could be a beneficial jolt. There could be something that comes through that surprises you in a happy way, in a good way. And this is because Venus trining Chiron is also occurring on the same day as Uranus stations retrograde at 18 degrees, 55 minutes of Taurus. And so I'm going to do a Monday podcast on this topic because Uranus has been such a big player in the astrology this year that we're going to discuss this energy even more on Monday, August 22nd and look at how this particular Uranus retrograde is still working with us and how it's going to be showing up here as we move into 2023 because Uranus is going to be a big player in the next round of eclipses as well. So over this next week, as Uranus stations retrograde, there is the energy of electrifying pulses with Uranus slowing down. And the energy of an outer planet stationing retrograde is often a lot louder because of how it reverberates out. It makes bigger waves it has a stronger pulse. And in fact, the energy I'm getting around this is that Uranus is very much about things taking off and moving quickly. Uranus is about advances and quantum leaps and where you can go in a very fast way. But as the energy slows down, it's almost like it's amplified but at one place. And so it reminds me of what happens in my neck of the woods here in Florida. I live on the Atlantic coast. It's actually known as the Space Coast, where Cape Canaveral is. And when they are launching rockets, which they do multiple times a month, they fire up the engines, they fire up everything, and the ground is shaking. And I live over 20 miles away from where they launch these rockets, and it shakes my house. That is what it's like when Uranus is stationing retrograde. It will shake and electrify an environment miles and miles and miles out because the force and power of that energy is so strong. So as Uranus. Stations retrograde on August 24th, there's going to be some very big reverberations, some very powerful energies that the universe is bringing your attention to, asking you to look at what has to change. Because with Uranus, nothing stays the same. The frequency is elevated, the energies shift, everything changes with Uranus. What are you not changing? What are you resisting change for? Where are you holding back something? Because Uranus in Taurus is meant to make us uncomfortable so that the changes can happen. And that comes up against our own resistance to change. So that's why it's been very uncomfortable. But I feel like the messages are getting very loud right now. Anything that hasn't shifted within you, within your consciousness, within your energy field, within particular areas of your life, Uranus is going to make it louder and louder so that you can see it, feel it, and hear it even more because with this energy, there's no sleeping. When they're doing rocket launches at 1 a.m., 4 a.m., there's no sleeping in my house. It wakes up the neighborhood. It wakes up everything because that energy is so big. And so Uranus is an awakener. It's going to show you something that you're ready to change. And that's why you want to be aware of what themes are coming up for you, especially at 18 and 19 degrees of Taurus in your chart. 18 and 19 degrees of Taurus is where the universe is getting very loud about these changes where you really can't resist what is happening because it's much bigger than just the here and now. This is where Uranus wants to take you further, wants you to go farther, but the change has to happen. So we'll talk about this even more on Monday's podcast. So we have quite the start to Virgo season over this next week. I do hope that Venus in Leo brings you some beautiful gifts or developments of some sort. And I also hope that Mars entering into Gemini gets things moving for you because Mars in Taurus is quite slow and can be quite resistant to taking action, but Mars and Gemini is ready to get going. So it does feel like the pace of life will pick up again, but it feels more manageable because I know we've had a big few months. This actually feels like there's things we can focus on, prioritize, get done, and it's going to be something that we can harness and work with on a daily basis. Now, before I sign off, there are three events I want to share with you, three things coming up here over the next few months to put on your calendar, especially if you want to go into more of your astrology and the energies that you're working with in this lifetime. The first event that's coming up is on September 16th, 17th, and 18th. It's an online event called the Gathering of the Creatives. There are going to be keynote speeches from Elizabeth Gilbert and Sark, as well as numerous workshops over the weekend Helping you develop your creativity, trust yourself, go into your self-expression, and really own that part of yourself even more. I will be doing an astrology workshop connected to your creative expression, discussing the specifics in your chart about creativity. I'm so excited to teach this, and I hope you can join us. It's online. It's an online experience, the gathering of the creatives. I'll put the link below this podcast. The second event is happening in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's in person. It's a weekend-long event, October 28th, 29th, and 30th, with powerful keynote speeches from Michael Bernard Beckwith, Neil Donald Walsh, Lisa Williams, matt kahn and numerous others spiritual teachers and i will be teaching two astrology workshops in scottsdale that weekend and it's called celebrate your life it's going to be a fabulous event with hundreds of people a wonderful time to connect with those who have the same interests, the same passions, make some new friends, and do some very powerful transformative work. So I hope you can visit Scottsdale in October. I'll put that link below the podcast too. And then one more event to share with you coming up in October as well. October 7th, 8th, and 9th. I am doing another Awakening Astrology Retreat with my awesome co-host and partner Lori Rising. We are hosting this event in Berkeley, California and we have made it a bigger event than before because last time it sold out in 24 hours. We couldn't believe it. We've got to go bigger. So we hustled to create this October event for you so that more people can go into the depths of their astrology chart so that you can look at these energies, have some powerful realizations, some big transformations, and we're really helping you understand more of your energetics. So this event, event is going to be again October 7th, 8th, and 9th in Berkeley, California, and it's going to open registration on August 24th. So registration will open August 24th. I will put out emails. I will be sharing it with you here on the podcast. I'm giving you a heads up. It's not open yet. There is no waiting list yet. It is coming And I will absolutely let you know about it, but I basically wanted to give you a save the date so that if you're interested in joining us in person in Berkeley, California, we are going to have powerhouse experiences and a fabulous time together. There's no need to email me. There's no need to reach out and ask to be on a waiting list. There is no waiting list yet. It's not open yet. But I will let you know when it is open. And again, we have more room and more space so that more people can join us this time. So I'll be sending you more information and we will open up the Awakening Astrology Retreat Experience on August 24th. You can find out more about all these events on my website, mollymccord.online, as well as more of my current courses, programs, and offerings that are each designed to help you know your energy even more. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for your interest in astrology. I hope that this podcast is supporting your energy and helping you with whatever you might be navigating through at this time. You can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And please check out on YouTube the Virgo New Moon lunar chart that I have up for you as we do have a Virgo new moon coming up on August 27. I'll see you back here every Monday and Wednesday for a new podcast episode. Wishing you a beautiful week ahead. Take good care and I'll see you back here soon.